many years ago now, uh, I think I was even before I was a priest, I was up in Tobin Lake and I was fishing with Father Walleye and with Father Jim. And there was a few others of us as well. But I just remember it was a, a stormy day in June. It, terrible weather. It started even raining. And uh, the, the worst part was the fish weren't even biting. So I'm getting all angry and frustrated and impatient. And Father Jim is all relaxed at the back of the boat. He's barely got his fishing rod hanging out. Like he doesn't even care. And so I said, well, this is stupid. This isn't even fishing. And then, you know, he does that Father Jim thing. He's like, oh, you know, the best part about fishing is not catching fish. It's about being together and enjoying each other's company and blah, blah, blah. I wasn't listening to what he was saying anyway, right? It's like his homilies, hey? And, and you can tell him I said this, don't worry. And I'm just still getting frustrated. And I said, Fishing, the word fishing itself has fish in it, right? It means you're supposed to be catching fish. Otherwise, it's not fishing. We're just sitting in a boat. So I'm getting more and more frustrated. And so finally, we finished the, the day and went home. And it just occurred to me that it's not just fishing that gets us frustrated, is it? There's lots of things in life that get us frustrated. Um, you know, the, uh, the Patriots winning the Super Bowl gets us frustrated. Sometimes church gets us frustrated. Sometimes our own family gets us frustrated. Maybe a spouse even. No, never, right? Never. We, when we get frustrated, what do we do? The disciples in the gospel today were probably very frustrated. They had been fishing all night long and had caught nothing. Their fishing is different than the fishing I do. See, if I don't catch fish, I'm still going to eat that night. I just have craft dinner, right? I don't have to worry about if I don't fish, I don't eat or anything. The disciples, this was their living. This was like going to work all day and not getting paid at the end of the day. So they were justifiably frustrated. And then Jesus comes to them, and he has the gall to tell them how to fish. See, remember, Jesus is a carpenter, right? He doesn't know anything about fishing. It's like asking Father Jim about fishing. He doesn't know anything about fishing. The disciples... Instead of saying, hey, Jesus, you know nothing, they listen to him. They take his advice. So the advice that Jesus gives is, go out into the deep waters and let down your nets. So if you know anything about fishing, Jesus as well, he wasn't fishing in the Sea of Galilee or in an ocean. He was fishing in the lake in a lake, the lake of Gennesaret. And so in a lake, usually the fish are in the shallow area. I mean, they can be in the deep as well. You can catch there too. But for the most part, you're going to catch more in the shallow area. So when Jesus said, go out into the deep, 
That was two strikes against Jesus now. First of all, they'd been fishing all night, caught nothing. And now he's saying, go into the deep water where they never normally catch fish. So what is he talking about? To, in order to catch fish in this world, in order to have our boats be filled with fish like it was for the disciples, we need to do two things. First, just listen to Jesus. And to listen to Jesus, we need to pray. We need to be praying every day and asking Jesus, you know, what is he telling us today? What do we need to do today? And the second thing we need to do is to do something we wouldn't normally do. The disciples were asked to to go fish in an area they wouldn't normally fish. What are we asked to do when we're frustrated that we're not catching any fish? When we're frustrated that God doesn't work the way we want him to do? When we go talk to people and we say, hey, come into our boat, (laughs) come to church, right? I'm trying to catch you for, for God, right? For Jesus. And people are like, no, I'm too busy to come to church. Well, when you ask people to come to church, what is the first excuse they give? They say, oh, I believe in God. I pray. I just don't go to that church thing, right? So what I want you to do, this is going to be your challenge this week, because this is going to be something you don't normally do, I think, is when they say, oh, I pray. I just don't go to church. I want you to say to them, oh, you pray." Well, let's pray then and stop everything right then and there and just pray with them. If you can't think of anything to say, just pray in Our Father or pray a Hail Mary. Uh, Put your hand on their shoulder or, you know, hold their hands like we do here during the Our Father or do whatever uh, you feel fit. But this is casting out into the deep waters. This is risky stuff, praying with other people, isn't it? Because it's weird. Catholics don't pray with other people. We go to church, we say what we're supposed to say, then we go home. We don't pray during, on, from Monday to Saturday. Isn't that, isn't that weird? Cast out into the deep. So this week, ask somebody new if they want to come to Mass with you. And if they say Oh, I pray, but I don't go to church. Say, hey, can I pray with you right now?